welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. So yeah, we're slowing down. The year is coming to a close. And with that, of course, comes with a certain amount of reflection during your most aligned moments. And perhaps during your unaligned moments, you are maybe measuring how your year went. You're assessing. You're deciding whether or not you grew enough, you did enough, you built enough, you earned enough, you made enough, you had enough, or any other way you could possibly judge yourself. And then what happens is after you've judged yourself for what you don't have enough of, you start to put your intentions on next year. So next year, I am going to do this, do that, create more, earn more, do more, be more. And then the cycle just continues. So wouldn't it be more fun to maybe stop and enjoy where you are without the judgment, without projecting onto yourself the pressure of where you want to go, or who you want to be, or what is over there, over there, over there. If only I could do this, if only that. The more attention, obviously, you give the if only, the stronger your desire becomes, which includes the not having of it. So your desire becomes stronger, as does your not having of the thing. The wanting of it keeps it away from you because the wanting is the thing you're increasing, not the having of it. And you're in an attractive universe. So you can only attract, you can't repel. So where in your life can you release that tension of the desires that you have? Where can you enjoy the not knowing if, when, how it will come? Now, we know that in some areas of your life, you see it as easier to embrace where you're at with acceptance and not so much judgment. You can say, yeah, in that part of my life, I feel like I'm doing really well. It feels really good. And then other areas of your life, you may feel, okay, that area is harder for me. Um, I wish it was different. It's not, I don't have the relationship I want, or I don't have the job that I want. I don't have the house that I want, etc." But we want to remind you that every area of your life is not actually separate. It's one. It's all a reflection of you and your beliefs. It's that simple. So where you see your life as lacking is where you have stronger limiting beliefs. And where you see your life as full and wonderful, there you have stronger empowering beliefs. So everything is just a mirror showing you where your beliefs are. Your entire reality is a mirror of your beliefs and your beliefs create your reality. So what are you thinking about? Where does your mind spend most of its time? Okay, well, if you're on social media looking at what others have that you don't have, how much time are you spending there? How much of your focus is there? So how much of that are you creating? The wanting what someone else has. Can you hold yourself accountable for where you're letting your mind put its focus, or in other words, where you are putting your focus, because your mind is you. So if you want to change your life, you have to change your thoughts. You know this. And in order to change your thoughts, you must become aware of your thoughts. Tools like meditation will obviously assist in that awareness. And there's no end goal. You can always become more aware. You may be listening, saying, I am meditating. I am aware of my thoughts. But you can always become more conscious, more present. It's a practice in your focusing of your thoughts. So don't be hard on yourself because then you're back to focusing on what you don't want. So you want to practice ease, 
a good place to practice is when you're driving. See if you can lean back instead of pushing forward with your energy. See if you can let people cut in in front of you or maybe slow down at a yellow light instead of speeding up. I mean, that's good practice and see how that feels. You may find that the ride is way more enjoyable. And the truth is you do spend more time on the way somewhere than in any one place. Life is an endless journey on the way somewhere and you never really know where you're going and you don't want to know where's the fun in that. You do, however, want to want to know because that is desire. And that is what propels you forward on your journey. So in order to find more peace and happiness, you want to embrace the journey and the wanting to know where you're going and the not knowing where it's going. And the more you do that, the more magical surprises find you along your way. They're not really magical, but they seem magical, but they really are our gifts. They are gifts that are evidence of the perfection of the system of physical reality. Who is sending you those gifts? You are sending you those gifts. Your inner self is sending you those gifts, the non-physical version of you to keep you having faith in the system that everything is working out for you, that you really are the creator creating it all. You are not a victim. Things are not happening to you. They are always happening for you, for you, by you. You are a limitless being of eternal love energy. Think about that. That is the truth of who you are. Anything other than the fact that you are a limitless being is limiting. It's up to you whether those limitations that you put upon yourself are empowering or hindering you. If you feel they're hindering you, how can you shift them to empowering you? You may not be able to find a way right now in this moment. And if you feel like the limiting beliefs are so strong and you're so cemented in these beliefs about yourself, then you can just try your best to change the channel and maybe focus on something that feels better to you for the time being until you get yourself back into alignment and then can revisit those limiting beliefs and start to show yourself how they're not true. How do you do that? There's a few different ways. You may receive inspiration. As a matter of fact, you do all the time and your ego pops up to stop you. But anytime you act on one of those inspired ideas, a friend of mine called today, she signed up for a class, a journaling class to discover her inner voice. And I knew she was texting me. She actually didn't call. She texted. I knew she was texting me because she had had this inspiration. She acted on the inspiration and then the fear was popping up and the fear was probably telling her, oh, you don't have the time. Oh, you don't have the money, et cetera, et cetera. And I could feel her nervousness as she had done this. And I had to remind her that that was just fear popping up because you did the thing, but in receiving the call from your guides and then answering the call, answering the call, meaning you took the one step, that one step to sign up for this course. Of course, this course popped up in her inbox out of nowhere, seemingly, even though she had sort of been thinking about doing something like this for a while, taking that one action step, not doing the course, not moving too far in the future, just signing up is so expansive and such a seismic shift. She's now in a different dimension. She has now softened her limiting belief. The limiting beliefs where I don't have time to do this for myself. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. I have a young baby. In addition to my older child, what am I doing? Whatever it is, doesn't matter. She did it anyway. So she sent a message saying, 
I do have all these fears and I do have all these limiting beliefs, but I did it anyway. I acted on the inspiration. So I don't buy into those beliefs as strongly as I did five minutes ago when I didn't sign up or yesterday when I didn't sign up today, I'm softening those limiting beliefs by taking that action. And if you don't feel good and you're in a place right now where you're out of alignment, meaning you're not in agreement with your higher self and you're just receiving ideas or inspired, well, you may think they're inspiration, but ideas to control your surroundings or take matters in your own hands, then maybe what you want to do is not take any action right now, because actually not taking action when you're out of alignment and receiving urges to control is also expansive in love. Everything is expansive. The question is, are you expanding in fear or expanding in love? If you are out of alignment, anxious, stressed, frustrated, angry, whatever you're feeling that is below that horizon line, if you take action in that space and you're adding more fear to reality, that is expansive because you need to find out who you are not to know more about who you are because who you truly are is love. So when you act in fear, you're finding out more of who you inauthentically are, who you inauthentically are. But in order to push into and learn more about who you authentically are, you're going to want to take more action when you are in alignment, when you're in agreement with your higher self, seeing things is happening for you, when you're in the flow, when you're feeling good, those are inspired actions. So this is tricky. I get a lot of calls from people saying, how do I know which is which, which is an urge to control, which is inspiration. Well, it really just depends on how you feel. And you've got to get very clear in how you feel. Because the truth is you don't ever just feel one thing at one time. You do feel a myriad of different things. And that comes back to the awareness, the awareness of your thoughts, the awareness of your feelings. If you don't know, if you don't know, then you're just going to want to sit. Maybe you want to find that place of neutrality. If you can get to a place of neutrality, then you can make any decision. The tricky part is when you're doing something and an inspiration comes to you and you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. That's just the truth of it. You don't want to, but you know that if you are sitting in a yoga class and you get an idea to do something, that is an inspired idea. Now it's up to you. It's up to you. If you want to take that leap, make the expansion, change the dimension that you're in, prove to yourself that you're a limitless being of love, expand, see where it leads without a net. That is the most exciting thing. If it makes you break out into a sweat, you're doing it. <laughs> you are acting in love. Okay. So let me give you an example <laughs> from my own life. So, okay. I have been saying that I want to sing, right? So I have been, I, you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, I did a few concerts over the summer and I started taking voice lessons again, maybe six months ago. And I've been continuing with it. And <laughs> I go to my voice lessons and my voice teacher says, okay, so what do you have coming up? And I'm like, mm, nothing. I have the one thing I'm doing where I'm singing the same song that I've been singing here every other week. Um, and it's kind of just been this funny thing where I'm taking these voice lessons. I'm doing my warmups every day because I want to create the singing, but I am creating the singing because I'm singing. I don't need someone to give me a job to sing. I don't need anything to just sit down and sing, right? Why was I waiting? And I'm enjoying it. And also I'm sort of preparing for something that doesn't exist. 
Isn't that kind of like putting the cart before the horse? And then my old friend, Joey McIntyre, who's been on tour doing arenas with new kids on the block, Debbie Gibson opening. Okay. My childhood dream asked me to sing four songs with him at the bourbon room, maybe five. It depends on how I'm feeling, honestly. And I broke out into a cold ass sweat. And the truth is I had had croup with my kids for, I don't even know, two or three weeks. We were sick for so long and I hadn't had a voice, no voice. And I was just trying to get to this one concert I was trying to do to sing this one song that I can sing sick. And he asked me to do this. They're the hardest songs ever. I don't know any of them. I say yes. Why do I say yes? I say yes, because Lord, I want to say no. I break out into that cold sweat that you get when you're so nervous. If he heard this, he would, he wouldn't believe it. I said, of course, no problem. I would love to. And I proceed to just have the most panic ever, but I know, I know it's inspiration coming to me as an invitation from someone else. I've been preparing for this for months without knowing what I was preparing for. And then I decided I got to get my voice back together. And in 24 hours, my voice came back. I had the inspired idea to call my doctor before, by the way, I had had the appointment with my doctor that day. I told him about my voice and he was like, why don't you just try this one? You know, this is very specific. Nobody cares, but a non-steroid nasal spray just for your symptoms. And I said, great, because I was doing everything else. And it, it all came together. In the 24 hour span, I used this one nasal spray. My voice came back. I started working on the songs. And the best part was that I was having so much fun, just learning them. They're so fun. And then I started to really panic. So I'm like, oh God, what if I, oh God, what if I, and I, and I can't. Uh. And then my dear friend, Shoshana reminded me that I'm not there for me. I'm there in service of my friend, Joey McIntyre. And then boom, no nerves, just excited. Can't wait. And it's been this amazing experience with him. We rehearsed yesterday and it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's about the experience. And it's just, you know, I'm doing more of putting the cart before the horse too. It's kind of like live the life you want, right? So act as if, as if it already exists when you have a desire. That's a fun exercise too. Act as if. What's the worst that could happen? If you, let's say, hire a stylist because you want to be have more events to go to. What's the worst that can happen? You don't have more events and you let go of your stylist. That's a bad example. But what I'm saying is act as if and enjoy the present moment. Get back to the present moment. Cultivate the feelings you're excited to cultivate. Calm your nervous system down. The part of you that's telling yourself you need to be doing this and need to have that and need to go there. And oh God, it plagues everyone and it keeps you in this 3D reality and it keeps you from living in the 5D reality, the expansive knowingness, the consciousness, the awareness, the, the belief that we're the creator, that it's all one thing. The enlightenment is keeping you from that. All of these, and I'm going to say petty distractions. Me too, everyone. But then you catch yourself, become aware of your thoughts, aware of your thoughts, become aware of your thoughts, aware of your thoughts. There's just been so much fun stuff that I've been wanting to talk about too. I want to add one thing about food. <laughs> food. 
food, glorious food. I'm singing in my office by myself. Um, okay, so this was so cool. This girl, Elizabeth April, who I follow, she's so cool. Um, she's 30 and just, just is tied in, keyed in, is barely in this 3D reality. I'm sure in her life she is, but whatever she's sharing and whenever she's inspired to share, it's always just next level. And she said this amazing thing about food I want to share because I have been sort of had this inspired idea over and over again that I wanted to be vegetarian or vegan. I don't know. I just kept thinking I don't, I eat too much meat. I'm from Chicago. I grew up with a, you know, a steak, a potato and a vegetable. Okay. My mom is listening to this. Hi mom. That is not an insult. It's perfectly beautiful and wonderful. And I, as an adult, I think I eat chicken or turkey. I swear to God, every day. I, 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 when I decided to cut it, it was like, I cut it from one meal, not just the day I was eating. And I just felt gross. Um, that's me. That's not a judgment. Everyone do what they want. But what I loved about what she said that I've carried with me is, well, first of all, I have been eating a lot less and I'm almost a vegetarian, which means I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm, I eat way less meat, way, 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 way less. And I feel much, much better. Um, but what's so beautiful that she was talking about was, you know, bless your food, right? Thank the food for its life that it lived so that it can now give you nutrients and help in your life. So there's energy there. And where's the gratitude, the gratitude for the food, but here's the next step animals, people, we know we have consciousness, but the plants have consciousness and we eat plants. So how about thank the plants for the life that it lived to now be able to give you nutrients? Who's to say whose life is more valuable than another life? That's a judgment. It's all one. It's all valuable. It's all precious, but we sort of give more meaning to bigger mammals and bigger animals. And then the smaller the animal gets, we give less meaning to it like bugs or mosquitoes. I myself am guilty of killing a mosquito and being like, I won't kill other things, but I will kill a mosquito. But now, now that I'm trying to hold myself accountable to not consciously kill, it's very hard because I'm allergic to mosquitoes and to just let the mosquito, but I do, I just swat it away. And I'm like, please, Lord, don't bite me mosquito. (laughs) But Why do we give more meaning to a whale than a mosquito? We do. So it was just such an amazing sort of idea. And then why do we give more meaning to a mosquito than a blade of grass? And you know me and my trees. So all I'm saying is I thought it was a cool sort of idea. Now, if you're religious and you say grace before every meal, then you've been doing this. You have been blessing your food, thanking, being, having gratitude for your food. I have not been doing this. I don't do this, right? It's a very cool thing. And I think we can stop telling each other how to live. We don't need to tell someone you have to be vegetarian or you have to be vegan if you're spiritual. We don't need to judge anyone else. And we don't certainly don't need to judge ourselves. And if you are judging other people, it probably just means that you're judging yourself. That's all that means. So when someone is judging you, if you have a real judgy friend, that person is doubly hard on themselves. And it's just a reflection of their thoughts. As we talked about your reality is a reflection of your thoughts. 
So you can see what someone's thoughts are by the way they treat you, because you can assume that they treat themselves the same way. So don't judge people for how they eat, how they live. And, and if you're someone like me who sort of maybe struggles when I eat an animal, oh, saying that even just makes me feel, oh, there's judgment there. There's a limiting belief there. I feel I have all sorts of feelings. Um, I can cleanse that energy and I can bless that energy, thank the energy and find gratitude for all of it, for the animals and the plants. And that was just something that I thought was so, so cool. I wanted to share. I may have already shared it. If I did, <laughs> forgive me. So just to bring it back around to what we started with, which is as we approach the end of the year and how we sort of review the end of the year, we just ask that you don't beat yourself up for what you didn't do this year, what you didn't accomplish or whatever in your mind, this perfection standard you have, you're already perfection. You're already whole. You're already worthy. You already are abundant. You are already perfect. You don't need to acquire or do anything to become more perfect. You are perfect. You were perfect as a two-year-old. You were perfect as a four-year-old. And at no point along this way to where you are now, did you ever become not perfect? That never happened. It's easier to see yourself as a child in a picture and see yourself as perfect than it is now, but you are still a loved being in this experience. That's the truth. That's where we're headed. That's where we're leaning. And the more you can lean into that, lean into that, trust it, trust it, trust it. Things are not what they seem on the outside. All those desires that you have, all those things you want, all those people that are doing all the things you want to be doing. It's an illusion. Everyone is having their own experience and their own fears. I promise you, you will tell me so-and-so is not having fears. Yes, she is. Yes, he is. Of course he is. Of course she is. That's what we're doing here. Of course they are. Yeah, they are. That's okay. That's what we're doing here. If you weren't going to have any fears or any contrast, you didn't need to be in physical reality, but you wanted to be here. You wanted to expand and learn and grow. So you can... Take this journey the whole way, kicking and screaming, or you can let go. I suddenly have this image of you tubing on a river, right? You can just let go of the handles and see where the river takes you. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day, a beautiful holiday, a beautiful year, a beautiful life. But most importantly, just have a beautiful moment right now, a beautiful moment right now. It's been a while. I've been taking longer breaks and I just have so much going on in this head of mine that I want to talk about. Um, I am going to continue doing my interviews and have guests on, but in the interim, there were just some things I wanted to share and I'm going to keep doing that. Um, thank you so much for being here. I love you. I love you. And I feel the love. And if you don't feel love towards me, that's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I love you anyway. As I tell my daughter, I love her for, enough for the both of us. She doesn't have to love me. I don't need her love to love her. And I don't need yours to love you. I love you and I'm grateful for you. And that's all. Thank you for joining me. As always, this is Jackie Siding sending love.